if you stop and monitor just how much we criticize and complain in our everyday life, it is staggering. Mm-hmm. And often it's not even out loud. I'm terribly guilty of that. I look at myself and I realize I don't criticize people overtly and I don't complain a lot overtly, but inside myself, sometimes I'm appalled. <laughs> what are you doing, Noel? What are you doing? Because it's not, I know it's not healthy for me. This week, and maybe perhaps a not-so-surprising revelation, appreciation towards your spouse can actually have great benefit for your marriage. Dr. Noelle Nelson explains what that looks like and how that sounds. Stay tuned. I'm going to keep this short. First, thank you for listening. If you're a regular listener, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on. This will help others discover us. Also, if you like the podcast, I highly recommend visiting our website, hitchedmag.com, which is updated daily with new content and where you will find thousands of articles available anytime. Lastly, I understand that not everything we talk about applies to everyone. However, I am confident that if you go to hitchmag.com and subscribe to our free weekly newsletter, that you will find at least one and probably more pieces of information each week that will help your marriage thrive. I hope you enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the lovely, the brilliant Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Uh, it is always a pleasure to have you on, Noelle. And for those tuning in for the first time, uh, Noelle is a clinical psychologist, a consultant, a popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad. She is the author of over a dozen best-selling books. Uh, her most recent book is Happy, Healthy, Dead, Why What You Think You Know About Aging is Wrong and How to Get It Right. You can get more information at her website, at uh, noelnelson.com. You can also follow um, the uh, Meet the Amazings group on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash meet the amazings. And uh, you can also find uh, Noel on Twitter, Dr. Noel Nelson. So uh, obviously you can get this information at hitchmag.com too. Okay. So with all that out of the way, um, and by out of the way, I mean sharing that information. Um, we today, Noel, are going to talk about uh, appreciation. And I know that appreciation is one of your pet subjects. Uh, you have already written all sorts of books on the subject, which I just mentioned. Uh, so what prompted you to want to talk about appreciation on today's episode? Well, as you accurately said, I would say appreciation is my addiction. Hello, my name is Noel. <laughs> I'm an appreciation <laughs> addict because it is so remarkably powerful. And yet another new study, I mean, there have been many now, has come out to show that when we're talking about marriage and relationships, that being grateful to your partner works as an instant booster shot mm. for relationship satisfaction. Now, I've always thought of appreciation in the long term. It never occurred to me, which is why I was very grateful to come across this new study, that it could literally be a 
here today, wonderful tomorrow kind of boost shot. And that is what prompted me to talk about it. Um, You know, we know, you and I have spoken about, and certainly others have too, that appreciation in its many ways leads to a happy, thriving marriage, um, which might be something worth reviewing. Yeah. It's funny too, because when you just, just like I have visions in my head of those little moments of appreciation just in my own, uh, marriage relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, just, you know, thank you for doing that. And you, and I, I can envision like the little, just extra little hop on the step. So the booster shot, uh, is like, I I just love that concept because it is, it provides such a, a clear visual for me because I, I see it and I know I get the same thing too when I when appreciation is thrown my way for something that I've done even as, as small as it might be so um, so uh, leading to a happy thriving marriage just sounds really good um, I, I think we should all go for it right alrighty then well the first thing I would say that uh, appreciation does for you in a marriage is it helps you move out of those negative spaces see here's the thing. When you're in courtship phase or in the honeymoon period, all is not only rosy, it is wonderful, and you appreciate every last tiny little thing that your spouse does, says, how they move, how they talk, how they walk, absolutely everything. is mm-hmm. It's just glorious. It's just wonderful. And then a little ways into the marriage, it, you know, everybody's different, a year, two year, three year, four year, whatever, is that we start, most unfortunately, taking our spouse for granted. And when you do that, the appreciation drops off. You stop noticing how wonderful they are and the little things they do, not just for you, but for others. And you certainly stop talking about it. You You don't every time they take the trash out, say, oh, honey, thank you so much. Or you may say thank you, but you don't have that glow that you had in the first shock of the first three months. Oh my gosh, he, she is really taking out the trash every week, Right. whatever it might be. And I use taking out the trash, but you know what I mean. It it, it doesn't really matter what it is. Um, As you pointed out, Steve, it can be the smallest thing, but it does, when you appreciate, move us out of negative spaces. And often we think of negative spaces as uh, saying bad things, mm-hmm. uh, name-calling, that sort of thing. But one of the worst negative spaces is indifference. Mm. It's when you just stop caring about them making your coffee in the morning, about them taking your hand in the movies, about them, whatever it is, offering to, to walk the dog for you or to walk with you, what, whatever it is. We just get indifferent. I'm busy. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, there's this Netflix thing I want to watch. And we don't, we don't stop and think about the impact that it has when we stop appreciating. Mm -hmm. I love, uh, that you brought up taking it for granted. Cause I feel like when it comes to appreciation that, I mean, to me, that feels like the, Enemy number one for appreciation is yes. taking things for granted because it, it becomes you, be, you just become so comfortable in your relationship that you uh, then start just worrying about other things right. and uh, yeah you so okay so and you know what that's like Steve that's like as if you have a a, a brick foundation to your house, let's say, okay? Mm-hmm. And you, you at the beginning, you admired the thing, you loved it, you made sure the mortar was always correct in between the spaces and all that. And after a while, you don't even see that the mortar is crumbling. You, you don't bother to patch it up. Well, that's your foundation. Mm-hmm. 
if you stop appreciating on a regular basis out of your heart, not out of, you know, I put it in my day book, I have to do it, then your foundation is going to crumble. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, and I, that's a great metaphor. Um, I was also thinking about, uh, like in the workplace, and we've talked about this a lot, where you show courtesies and kindness and appreciation in a workplace um, that you then take for granted when you get home because you get into your comfort zone and and right. um, you kind of let your guard down. But the interesting thing about the workplace is it becomes a, a, a bit more of a necessity because you get yes. reviewed on a regular basis. Well, and you get fired if you're not doing it right. <laughs> right, right. And that ha- I mean that technically happens in marriage when you get divorced yes. eventually because you stop showing appreciation and then those things go by the wayside, but you get reviewed so you're constantly being told whether or not you're getting along with your fellow employees or that right. the work that you are doing or asking you what your contributions are and there's a, an understanding that's being shared on a regular basis between you and your supervisors yes. and vice versa. So, um, you know, we don't really have that kind of like a built-in mechanism with marriage outside of good healthy habits, which I think is what we're talking about today. So, right. Um, it would feel kind of strange if right, we yeah. did review sessions on each other's spouse. It's like, well, oi. <laughs> well, there was like a couple of years ago, there was the that trend of the marriage contract that people would like renew every year. Yes. And while I thought that was like a bit much, I, there was that piece of it that I thought like, oh, well, part of it is like, well, you're you're kind of going over what that commitment meant a year ago and you're looking at it again. Um which is, I, you know, I suppose what people do when they renew vows and things like that. But right. um, anyways, so yeah, like, yeah, uh, an annual review of like how, what kind of a spouse you are would be a bit much. So, uh, although the idea of the, of looking at, if you've drawn up a contract of sorts or, or looking at your vows again, for example, on an annual basis, if it is done in the spirit of honey, I love you dearly. I'm happy. Let's look and see how well we're doing. Mm. If we if you do it from that perspective, then it can be a very fulfilling experience, even if in the process you go, hmm, you know, I don't feel like we've been sharing the child raising uh, duties as 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 we had decided or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. or the the household finances. But to start it off and have it be in a positive framework, there's nothing wrong with reviewing stuff that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this also gets back into like doing like regular check-ins with your spouse yes. and stuff like that. Yes. So. Yes. Um, okay. So, uh, so what, what did the, the new study tell us? Like, what does it show? Well, the new study is actually fairly brief. So there's something else I want to address before we get to that, if you don't mind, Sure. which is that the other thing that appreciation helps uh, shall I say, stop in a marriage, is criticism and complaining. Do you remember, Steve, I'm sure you do, because it, heaven knows it's become the, the standards, Dr. Gottman's mm-hmm. Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Of course. So yeah. to speak. And the first two are criticism and contempt. Mm-hmm. And then it gets really bad after that. <laughs> but yeah. a way to stave, not just stave off, but not go down that road is to show appreciation. Because if you're busy looking for things to appreciate about your spouse, you are not criticizing and you are not complaining. 
If you stop and monitor just how much we criticize and complain in our everyday life, it is staggering. Mm-hmm. And often it's not even out loud. I'm terribly guilty of that. I look at myself and I realize I don't criticize people overtly and I don't complain a lot overtly, but inside myself, sometimes I'm appalled. <laughs> what are you doing, Noelle? What are you doing? Because it's not, I know it's not healthy for me. But so the thing is, is whether you are aware of it, like you know perfectly well, because people have told you when you stop being so critical, or why are you always complaining? Mm. Or whether it's like me, more subtle, you know, I tend to keep my mouth shut, but it's still going on. So just to become aware of how much you do that. Because even if you don't voice it to your spouse, okay, you're sitting there looking at him or her going, you're fat. You got fat. You weren't fat when I married you. I don't like fat. Why don't you get skinny? Why are you eating that donut? Without even opening your mouth, you've set up an energy that I guarantee your poor spouse who's struggling with, I don't know what, worry, depression, poor self-image right at the moment, something, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not going to find beneficial. Right. So instead to appreciate like, wow, I know that my spouse really cares about him or herself. And if they're overeating right now, it's probably because something's going on. Honey, you want to talk? Is there something going on? You know, anything. Open that famous thing we talk about all the time, Steve, which is the communication. Right. As opposed to the criticism, mm-hmm. internal or overt. So, um, the, the internal is just as bad as the external. Um, yes, because in the end, you know, scientists have shown, and I just love this, is that the energy that, that the electric energy, so uh-huh. measurable, yeah. that emanates from your heart and your brain extends to about 14 feet outside your person. And that's what just what they can measure. Mm-hmm. Your spouse is usually within 14 feet. Right, right. Uh, and they pick up on that. And so, I mean, I feel like um, if if you were outward in those criticisms, uh-huh. uh, your spouse would probably hear that, and then that would spiral into something. But when you keep it internal right. like that, um, that's just kind of like eating at your own uh, self, um, right. like damaging to the whole relationship. But yep. but really, it's it's internal. So uh, when that happens, when you start doing that, do you, I guess what I'm looking for here now is the solution of, do you just flip the dialogue in your head and say to what you were just saying, like, oh, you know, maybe I should ask her if there's anything bothering her? Yeah. One of the most effective and yet incredibly simplistic psychological tools that we have as therapists is the stop technique. Mm. It's really simple. You yell inside yourself, stop. (laughs) I kid you not. It is unbelievably effective. And that that means you're now aware. That's mm. step one, aware that you're doing it. Right. Then you can take a breath and go, okay, okay. Now let me stop focusing on my critical judgment thing here. And let me look out at my spouse and preferably through those compassionate eyes and try to understand what's going on. But the first thing is to yell, stop at yourself. Mm-hmm. So I, honestly, I don't usually know I'm doing it until I until it's been going on, you know, for a bit, and then I go, oh, because I don't want to be that person. I don't want to exude that. Yeah, and I think um, I mean this gets back to being mindful, which we talk yes. about all the time. Uh, and I think it's interesting 
that it comes down to being aware of what you're thinking when you're thinking it. Because I think yes. so many of us, going back to the the example, you're sitting on the couch, that probably means a TV is on. And that mm-hmm. also probably means that you have a smartphone or a laptop in your hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've, you're rocking at least two screens. Mm-hmm. Um, plus you are mindlessly kind of wandering, you, you know, regardless of what is on either of those two screens that you may be half paying attention to. So you're paying attention to at least two things. Then you have your thoughts going on. That's three plus your spouse is four. And like, are you giving, are you being mindful of any of them or are you just kind of like floating through the evening, uh, not really aware of, or being, being mindful, being thoughtful, thinking, stopping right. about and thinking about what it is that you're thinking and doing and, and all right. that stuff. Or are you just kind of going through the motions? And I feel like today in this, uh, um, attention, um, uh, divergent world that we live in where our attention's being pulled in like a hundred different ways, um, that this technique of like stop could just be a really great technique to just say stop. And even if it's not to like stop a negative thing, but just like stop no. and focus yes. on what it is that you need to focus on. That would be brilliant. Yeah. That would be absolutely brilliant because you're right. We're usually attending to six different things at once, yeah. often when we're driving. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, appreciating effort is is uh, for a change is just as important as appreciating the end result. Yes, and that if we if we come back to the study, then all right, which is what this showed. Um, first of all, not only does being grateful work is that instant booster shot as we talked about, but it's the very next day. I mean, it's it's probably in the next five minutes, but mm-hmm. the way they did the study, it showed it the next day. And what was interesting is that the spouses responded most strongly when their needs were being acknowledged. Mm. So when spouse A shows that he or she cares about spouse B's needs and preferences, which comes back to that thing about if you find yourself criticizing or complaining, what you really need to do is, yes, flip that dial and start thinking more about well, what is my partner, what is my spouse's need or preference in this moment? Is there any way that I can show appreciation even just by opening the conversation? Because that's effort. Mm-hmm. Do you see? And your your spouse will respond whether, you know, by saying, gee, thanks, or just by, oh, kind of relaxing a little bit and entering more into genuine spouse mode, right? Mm-hmm. It's worth it and it's recognized. Yeah, and it's re- it, it, and, and it's reciprocal too because you yes. start doing that and then your spouse wants to reciprocate. Of course. Um, we train each other, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's the feedback loop, right? Yeah. Um, we do train each other. I, yeah. I was just going to say one of the things that um, Jess and I do, my wife and I do, uh, is when, let's say the weekend starts, like we'll wake up on Saturday morning and I we will have the conversation, okay, so what do you want to do this weekend? Mm-hmm. Now, is there anything that I can help you with? Or ah, on, nice. on Sunday night or Monday morning, okay, so what are your plans? What are your goals for this week? Mm-hmm. Um you know, again, is there anything that I can help you with? Mm-hmm. Um, and the great thing about it, though, is that sometimes things will be presented. Oh, yeah, it would be really helpful if you did this for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, well, I can't 
but I can uh, do it this other day or mm-hmm. I can't because I got this going on. But the fact that like there's that um, that desire to be engaged right. Uh, right. Like, makes all the difference in the world because it wasn't always that way. Right. And it, it's just amazing how little things like that set mm-hmm. you up for success for the rest of the week. Yes. And what's important, I think, for us to remind our listeners is appreciation and gratitude are not simply saying thank you or you look nice. Mm-hmm. They're, what, they're the things that you were just talking about, Steve, which are the, the realities of marriage and the realities of how appreciation is shown. It, it's not most often it's not a bouquet of flowers or, you know, his favorite meal. It's just that. It's saying, okay, so here's the weekend and what would you like to do? What What's on your plate? Mm-hmm. Or here's, etc. Those are very strong, powerful ways of appreciating. And again, they will instantly pay off mm-hmm. in your marriage as relationship satisfaction. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad that you brought that up too, because you're right. It would be so easy to be like, well, I, when she dresses up, I totally tell her she looks nice. Right. And that's, that's not what we're talking about. Not that no. that's not appreciated. Sure. <laughs> um, no, it's great. Right. It's yeah. great. And I would never leave it out. Right. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a great point. Right. Um, before we wrap this up, is there anything else that you wanted to add to the conversation? No, just that I think that the more of us join Appreciations Anonymous, <laughs> the better. Because really, appreciation, as Mother Teresa was wont to say, is longed for more in the world than bread. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's a good one. I can't I can't top that. So we will wrap it up. <laughs> um, okay, so with that, thank you so much, Noelle. It is always a pleasure, and I look forward to doing this again with you very soon. Thank you, Steve. Uh, you're my pleasure. And before we go, I want to remind everyone that you have been listening to Dr. Noel Nelson, who is a clinical psychologist, uh, a consultant, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, and is the author of over a dozen best-selling books. You can get this information at her website, noelnelson.com. You can also find this on our website, hitchedmag.com. And uh, I, I recommend, as I do typically each week, uh, that if you aren't already, sign up for our free newsletter. It goes out each Monday. It includes uh, the highlighted articles of the week. Uh, We do um, uh, put out an article every day. And it also includes the latest episode of the podcast. So it's also an easy way uh, for you to stay up to date on what we're putting out here. So um, if, if, you know, sometimes the episodes slip through the podcast app that you use. So with that, uh, that's going to do it. So uh, thank you very much. And until next time, take care, everybody. We're on top of the world tonight